Welcome to the FNO InsureTech Podcast, a place where movers and shakers from all points within the insurance ecosystem gather and discuss all things InsureTech. We talk about how technology and innovation are affecting and driving change in the industry. Here are your hosts, Matt D. Fothery, Lee Boyd, and Rob Beller. Hey, podcast world. We are back with a super, incredibly special episode. They said it couldn't be done. They said it was impossible. They said it would never happen. It is our 100th episode. Yay! Special edition for your listening pleasure. I'm Rob Beller here with Lee Boyd and our production team, Al Moya and Alicia Moss in Waco, Texas. And they are going to carry the podcast today as Lee and I are your guests. How exciting. Did I get that right, Lee? I hope so. We're going to find out. We, We are indeed. So without further ado, here's our hosts for today, Al Moya and Alicia Moss. Hey, everybody. This is Aldrin Muya, and I am the technical producer of the FNO Intratech podcast. Along with me is... Alicia Moss. I am the content producer for the FNO InsureTech podcast. Really excited for the opportunity to be on this side of the mic today, although I must say it's a very different perspective. I don't know how you guys make it look so easy. It's remarkably hard work, isn't it? So hard. It's so, so hard. I mean, the burden <laughs> that Lee and I carry is just remarkable. So Al and Alicia, what do we got going today? Well, Lee, I'm glad you asked. Alicia and I will be the ones asking y'all the questions. Yeah, and being our 100th episode, we thought we would take advantage of the opportunity to reintroduce our audience to our host. And if you can't tell, we've got a celebration going on for our 100th episode with a lot of guests around safely mingling and socializing, masks donned, and spirits high. Anywho... Our first question we'd like to ask you both is, who are you? Well, I would say that you'd have to look at one of the most important people in my life, which was my grandfather. My grandfather was a very successful businessman, entrepreneur in Los Angeles, which is where I was born and raised. And I always looked up to him because he ran this this what's what felt to me as a boy this big company that he started from scratch and that he was the president of and he's a really important guy and i just really admired all those things and it was just always what i wanted to do and so i've pretty much been a serial entrepreneur throughout my life and i've had the opportunity to work in three or four different entirely different industries i've spent time in the fashion industry which was really interesting At one time, you'd say that the fashion industry would be the opposite of the insurance industry. Although one of the things that we've learned is that the insurance industry is becoming sexier and sexier all the time. So I've got to start three different companies on my own, which was really exciting. I've had two really successful companies and one failure. And those have been all great lessons in each in their own way and with different levels of pleasure and pain. And the fourth one that I got to help to start, to co-found, was 470, which is where we work today, which was a little over nine years ago now. 
And that's been a really exciting and unique ride. I'm a husband to a beautiful and wonderful, amazing woman, Deanne Brining, who's my wife of seven years. And I'm a dad to two sons, Benjamin, who lives in New York City, who's an investment banker with JP Morgan, and Alex Beller, who's the co-founder of his own company, also an entrepreneur, a company called Postscript that does SMS for e-commerce and has been a guest on our podcast and was a great guest. Thank you, Alex. I love business. It's not only my work, it's my hobby. And so when we did a podcast, there was never any question that it was going to be about business because that's what I'm interested in. It's what I read about mostly. And it's what I talk about. It's the kind of friends that I have. And it's what I enjoy. Okay, so Rob, I want to take a step back to your experience in apparel and ask, what article of clothing would you name insurance? That question really came out of the blue, but I'm glad that I asked because Rob had a surprisingly good answer. Underwear, of course. <laughs> Everyone's got to have it. <laughs> or they should. Well, because uh, that's a great question, actually. <laughs> insurance is the underwear of all the different clothes that you have in your closet because it's typically unseen, but it's foundational, right? It's kind of risky to, to go without it. It's there when you need it. It holds you up. It supports you. It keeps you together. It keeps you more comfortable. Knowing that it's there, I mean, it's it's a funny thing, and I know this is silly, but, I mean, we all wear underwear, but no one ever sees it. And that's kind of like uh, everybody recording this podcast today and who will listen to this podcast has insurance, but I'll bet you, you never talk about it. All right, Lee, it's your turn. Who are you? So whenever I go back and I think about my journey to where I am now, I would have to think about the way that I was raised. I'd have to think about the experiences that I went through. You know, I had two wonderful parents who let me really dream and really encouraged me to go to that next level. You know, my dad was a big dreamer. Anytime he dreamed about a new thing to build, we built it. Or a new adventure to go on, we did it. My mom is a loving, caring person who, who always encouraged us to be who we are. And, and to be the best, to, to represent our family well. And that's really the foundation that I've stuck to. Growing up, I was a Boy Scout, and I've, I've really tried to bring all of those laws into my life, all of the ways of the Boy Scout to be trustworthy and truthful and honest, to really represent whatever I'm doing to the best. In college, I had an opportunity to start my own company. I started with my brother, and it was an inflatable games company. Uh, we ran it for about four years, and uh, it was a wonderful time. It was a great opportunity. It was difficult going to college and running the company, but I, I learned so much from it. Once we decided to go ahead and get that sold, we went ahead and I jumped into the insurance space, working my way through uh, insurance claims into supervision and management, and now I find myself here at 470 Claims. 
right? I had a wonderful opportunity to really focus on the innovation side over the past few years. And that's what brought us into this podcast is being able to learn what's out there and really be able to identify areas of opportunity. In my personal life, I am a husband. I have a wonderful wife, Christy. She's listened to about five minutes of one of these podcasts and said it was okay. Uh, I have three wonderful children, two boys and a girl. Uh, they also have listened to about five minutes and they said it was good too. So I would say that if if you look at, at Lee and you say, you know, who is he? He's a, he's a passionate person with a lot of drive. I love to learn. I love to always go to the next level. And uh, I always am interested in the stories, which really makes this podcast wonderful for me. Speaking of stories, if our listeners ever have the opportunity to visit the 470 Claims headquarters located in Waco, Texas, you can learn a lot about Lee just by taking a look in his office. You are right, Al. There are some really interesting things about Lee's office. Lee, Alicia and I know what's in your office, but why don't you tell our audience what we see? Yes, I. Uh, whenever I finally got an office, it had taken a long, long time, but I had an office and I thought, well, how am I going to decorate this? Well, I had all of these racing medals from triathlons and marathons and 5Ks and all that. So I have all of my medals hanging above the windows and on the wall uh, as artwork, I guess I would say. I would say my favorite medals are the one from, from the Dopey Challenge at Disney World. I've done that twice and it's six medals and they're all with Disney, which is also a big passion of mine. I love Disney. Rob has some really cool, interesting things in his office too. What is that stuff? What are you talking about? Those little guys up on the shelf. Yeah. They're my dolls. They're baseball dolls. Don't you play with dolls? <laughs> They're my dolls. My daughter, I, uh, kicked, my daughter a- kicked her doll out of the bed last night. And I said, why? She goes, it stares in my soul while I sleep. <laughs> <laughs> tell, us about your, tell us about your baseball dolls. I, um, I'm a rabid baseball fan and have been for my whole life since I was a little boy. I have collected through the years hundreds of different pieces of baseball paraphernalia and pieces and parts and art. And I have them spread around and throughout my office, including my large assortment of bobbleheads, which I have my wife asked me to trim down all the time because I have literally a bazillion of them. So you just see a small assortment of them. Someday I'll have to take you guys on a tour of my baseball fun, but not today. So Rob... What you're trying to say is we can totally have a FNO Cribs episode Ooh. in the future, right? Right. I've seen your kitchen one time. Right. Right after FNO Punk. <laughs> That'd be funny. We could do a conference edition of FNO Punk. <laughs> that would be great. What do you think about that, Al? An FNO Cribs or Punked episode? Is that what we see in the future? I think it would be fun to try it out. Why not? FNO Cribs, FNO Punked, totally different from what we usually do, but why not? So I decided to pivot the conversation from the fun idea of FNO Cribs and Punked to a more serious conversation. Wait, did you just use the word pivot? I did. 
whoa, that's that's a buzzword. Like I know that Robin Lee and the insure tech industry like to use the word pivot, so totally relevant. It is. Anyways, carry on, carry on, carry on. Yes, I asked Robin Lee what they've learned from the first 989 episodes and how it's changed their perspective of podcasting. Let's hear what Robin Lee have to say about that. I think that's a great question. So I think for me personally, we we can talk about the podcast. We can talk about the wonderful guest and all the lessons learned. But what I've learned the most and what's impacted me the most is the amount of intelligence that is out there, is the amount of unbelievably smart and capable people in not only this space, but in this, in this world. And I have really been impacted that I need to learn more, that I need to absorb more, ask more questions, read more, watch more videos about things I don't know, just just to, to really learn more. I think that's the biggest impact because there's nothing like talking to a guest who is so brilliant and learning that they went to a certain school or that they did it uh, on their own or maybe they're from a different country, right? There's just, it's such a big world, right? This is, this is so big. And I think that's what's impacted me the most, just learning that this, this world uh, exists and, and all of us, have our own space in it, but yet we've got to, we've got to have open minds. We've got to learn and, and be better. I think that's the biggest impact. We've interviewed a lot of people who work for um, insurance carriers. Mm-hmm. And I spend a lot of my time day in and day out communicating with people like that. And so I was comfortable in speaking to those people, but but like Lee said, we've gone so far past just talking to insurance carriers. I mean, we've talked to people who have PhDs from MIT and PhDs from Harvard and PhDs yeah. from Stanford and PhDs from other very fine schools all over the country and people who've had billion-dollar exits and people who've raised hundreds of millions of dollars and people who've invested hundreds of millions or maybe even billions of dollars successfully. Right. Right. We've, we've talked with Dan Reed, who was integral in investing in ring that had a billion dollar exit. Yeah. These are, these are hugely successful people in their fields. And we kind of had to get past being in, I had to get past being intimidated by these Titans, these these huge people in their field. I mean, Caribou Honig and Jay Weintraub, people who um, are cornerstones of the InsurTech world uh, are now friends and or certainly colleagues that we can speak to and, and ask questions of. And and like Caribou is an example, frequently does. He'll reach out to us and he'll ask us a question where we have some knowledge or authority in our in our particular space of the insurance world. And so for me, it's taken my network that was already something that I've already worked hard on and just blown it up and blown it out much larger and bigger. There's many people who we can reach out to and ask them a question. Martha Noteras comes to mind. 
Oh, yeah. Martha has been a wonderful mm-hmm. supporter of our podcast, but has kind of become a friend. And we can reach out to Martha and say, hey, Martha, what do you think about this? Or do you know somebody who has knowledge about this? And, and she has a, a vast network. And so it's really multiplied our footprint in the insurance world. You know, Rob, I was sitting here thinking that something else has really impacted me, and that's the startups. Those are the, the, the founders, the entrepreneurs who said, you know, I got an idea. I've got this other job, but I have a passion and I, and I want to go for it. Those people who did that, that really impacted me because not a day goes by that I don't think about being settled, right, and, and just being comfortable. And I think about all the guests that we had who, who said, you know, I'm comfortable where I am, but I think I'll even be better out there. I, I need to follow my passion. I need more in life. And, and that's had an impact on me because I'll, you know, whenever you settle yourself, you're thinking, well, I need to move myself forward. I need to go after my passion. I need to be stronger in what I do. And, and I've really got a lot out of that. I think talking to the entrepreneurs and then, of course, talking to the people who invest, right? These venture capitalists or, or the CEOs of companies who mm-hmm. have invested in other companies, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's so neat to be able to see this vision, Right. We talked to, to Caitlin Johnson not too long ago about Wise and how she saw this vision with Wise and, and said, that entrepreneur spirit, we've got to jump on this. It's just so much impact in my life. It's given us a front row seat to a sea change moment in our industry. Of course, technology has been coming in the space for a long time. I mean, we've had Mike Fulton on, oh, yeah. the president of Exact, where and and for us in the property side, Exact has been a big technology tool for a long time. We've had on people from Simbility, several guests from Simbility as well. Yeah. People who are kind of were early, way, way early in the technology, insurance technology space. It's given us a front row seat to see what's going on, actually literally watching things change and progress. I mean, we've had on AJ Altman and Kevin from Hover. Right. right? Yeah, Kevin Riley. Hover is just blowing up. It's an incredibly useful tool in our space for property claims. But we get to watch this with a front row seat. And that's one of the things that the podcast has enabled for us Mm -hmm. is to, to really get inside of all of these things that are going on and talk to these, not only the great minds, but like you're saying, the doers, the the people that are saying, you know what, I'm going to do this. And they have, I mean, I think about Dan from drone base. Oh yeah. I mean, here's a guy, a Harvard MBA, an Iraqi vet, I believe Afghanistan or Iraq. And he started a company that's doing amazing stuff. A lot of doers. Yeah. And we get to see it happen. I couldn't agree more, Robin Lee. You both have a great perspective on the insure tech industry. And Alicia and I are along for the ride. And it's been pretty amazing. There's a saying that goes, expect the unexpected. Rob, Lee, did you guys have any challenges or obstacles along the way on your podcast journey? Was there anything that caught you off guard or things that you didn't notice or expect along the way? Well, I didn't expect to have to spend so much time with Lee. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean. <laughs> that is true. It's, 
<sighs> and that's only that's only only the part that that the listeners know about. Rob and I talk on the phone for two to three hours a day, right? Yes. Because we also have this other job that right. that we deal with, right? And so, yeah, Rob and I we get to spend a lot of time together. So, kind of the last thing that we want to do, it's like, oh, guess what? You guys get to spend more time together. It's like, really no. Is there a way to do that? Can we yeah. record this separately? And 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 we've also added video oh, for yeah. ourselves. We stare at and, each other all the time. <laughs> so now we get to look at each other, which is really horrible, particularly for Lee. Well, because the scenery ain't very good up here. But uh, <laughs> you know, when we started this, I I really had no idea how much work it would be. Like we have a staff, and one of the reasons that we've been able to get done what we do and accomplish what we've done is because of you, Al, and you, Alicia, who carry so much of the administrative part of getting this done. I mean, people will say to us frequently, you guys have amazing guests on, and that's not an accident. That's a lot of hard work, and like in Alicia's case, chasing after people. Yeah. Going after them, after them, after them, after them. I mean, I think about, you know, people like Timotea, who, you know, it takes a while to get these people on Robin Roberson almost two years almost two years there's many people that Karen Furtado we had to kind of chase down and she was generous and has been generous and kind with us it's funny because now one of the challenges was like how are we going to keep guests coming on the show now people are actually reaching out to us which is great. And we really hope that that continues because that's great. We love to interact with the audience in that way. It's a production. And I mean that literally and figuratively. It's it's a big production to make each one of these episodes happen. You, of course, Al, spend a lot of time each week on editing and and Alicia is always chasing people down. And I'm always saying nice things to Alicia like, why can't you give me this guest? (laughs) I've tried, Rob. I've tried. Well, try harder. This is very true. I mean, poor Alicia has to deal with me. So just getting it up every Friday onto the airwaves is a big deal. Early on, after a couple of these episodes, I thought, well, what now? How how do we keep any of this fresh? How do we keep any of these things going? And some of the things I've enjoyed the most are our special episodes, the ones about conferences or the one that we did about the next normal, right? Right. We, we did that three-part series there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did a Lemonade IPO release. Mm-hmm. Some of those Tuesday releases have really been my favorite because they, um, you know, it, it it's one of those things you, you think, well, an interview every Friday, how can we keep it fresh? How can I stay excited? But we we've had a lot of ideas. But just doing those outside the box things have has really kept me fresh and and excited and there's been surprises too like our top episode of all time and when i say that i mean strictly by the metric of downloads is a soft wand from mm-hmm. hippo and as we all know asaf is a well-known figure in the insurtech world deservedly so the guy was an amazing interview right i mean he was he was a pleasure to have on and very generous to be with us thank you asaf we could have predicted that that was going to be a top 10 episode but then we've had other episodes that we had no idea were going to take off right and do great like 
we've had a couple episodes, including the auto side. Oh, yeah, those were great. Right? Like, we've had Snapsheet on three times, Jamie Yoder, Brad Weisberg, and others, and those episodes did really great. So one of the things I've learned is, no matter how smart I think I am about who a great guest is going to be, I'm always surprised. One common question that we've asked most of our recent guests is how they've dealt with the pandemic with COVID-19. How has it affected the podcast? Now you're probably thinking, why ask that question? And I thought about that too, but having asked many of our recent guests, we've never actually got to explore what Rob and Lee think. They've hinted at their thoughts and opinions on it, but I figure that this would be a good time to hear a straightforward answer. That's a good question. I think that COVID actually has helped the podcast. I think that because people are moving around so much less now, they generally have more time uh, to be generous with us. Wouldn't you agree, Lee? Yeah, absolutely. We can get the guests who are always on the airplanes and now have extra time at their homes. Right. Like you said, traveling to meetings or required to be in meetings or occupied with meetings or occupied in an office. You know, we mentioned Asaf one with his episode. He went to the office. Yeah. So in that regard, practically, it's helped us. I think it's also been great to do podcasts that are memorializing what's going on during this period of time. And I think it'll be really interesting in a year or two or three years to look back at some of those podcasts and to listen to some of the thinking about what was going on with it, how it was impacting business, how it was affecting business. We've kind of created a record yeah, absolutely. Of how people were dealing with this pandemic from a perspective of business. Yeah, that's absolutely true. I mean, I read a lot of history books and I think about the person who decided to write in the journal about the time in space. I often think about why did they decide to write that journal? And they just did. But I'm so grateful that they did. And it's kind of like this. The podcast is almost like a book. At some point, we can go back and say, well, what was it like? 50 years ago, maybe even in this technology space. Think back to the 1919 Spanish flu, right? What I, I don't have a lot of information about what happened to businesses and all of that. I know it was a, a horrible time. There's a lot of history about it, but this is a way to to capture it. We've asked a lot of people, a mm-hmm. lot of people, and, uh, and, and we have. We've been able to, to collect a lot of data on that. Yeah, and I think, I think we're just kind of realizing this in this moment. Yeah, Um, exactly. But we've had many podcasts. We even had a series on The Next Normal with Kisne that is indeed, you know, part of the record of of what's going on today. And I'm really glad that now in retrospect. Retrospect, yeah. I'm glad that we've done that. There's been times where we were like, you know, how many more podcasts can we do about this pandemic? But I'm sure that five years from now, on the assumption that five years from now it's behind us, we'll look back and this will be a really remarkable time in all of our lives. Well, and if you think about it, during this time we interviewed people from all 
parts of America, right? Both coast and the middle. We interviewed someone from, from London and we talked about what it was like to live in, in her small apartment. We mm-hmm. talked to somebody in South Korea mm-hmm. uh, about how right. they just right. always wear a mask. That's, that's normal there. And so we did. We, we were able to talk to a lot of people all across the globe and really gave us a very uh, eye-opening experience and, and understanding of what the rest of the world and the other parts of the country are actually going through during this time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've taken some time to look back at the first 99 episodes, but I'm really interested in what's in the future for FNO and SureTech podcast. Lee, what do you think? What do you look forward to in the next 100 episodes? That's a wonderful question. Well, whenever I think about the future, I think <laughs> about how this whole podcast has changed. Uh, we, we really started looking at just pure technologies and we expanded it to other aspects of this ecosystem. I'm always interested in expanding it even a little bit more. I'm very interested in business and what drives business leaders. And in fact, a lot of times Rob has asked our guest, who's a CEO, tell me about your job. What is your job? And I think a lot of our listeners want to continue to learn about the, the space of InsureTech, but they also need to know how does it fit within their organization? What are some life lessons that they can take uh, to implement this new technology, to work with these people, and then just to be great leaders? Because uh, many of our listeners are leaders of companies, uh, either on the in- incumbent side, on the, the intratech side, the startup, whatever. Uh, but I think that a lot of people want to learn. And, and that, that's real big for me. Rob and I always talk about these people's stories. So many of these people are doing a really neat thing, but they have such an amazing story that goes behind it. And that's something I would really like to bring out in, in the next hundred is more about the stories that are behind the people of InsureTech. One of the things that Lee and I have talked about and dreamt about is kind of FNO being a network, mm-hmm. a place for to present different ideas and like, like Lee said, different stories, because there's some really amazing stories that people have. Some are amazing because of what's happened in their life. And some are just interesting business stories. Like I think about Kate Terry, who had at Surround Insurance, who worked at Liberty for years and was a senior executive at Liberty, but made the jump into founding a startup being a co-founder of a startup. And I mean, that's a really interesting, intriguing business story. Yeah. I often think about, about uh, Jonathan Matus of Zendrive, the story of Android and his whole life. What an amazing story. Now he's working on his passion. Uh, Just the stories are what are so amazing to me. Uh Yep. We've had a lot of those moments that once we finish our interview, our recording, we literally just sit here in awe of what just happened. So many stories shared of the early days of some of these prominent companies, ideas still in infancy. Yeah. You know, that kind of sort of thing. It's literally breathtaking. I think it's important also to say that Rob and I have had some actual life-changing conversations after these. I remember a conversation, I want to say it was with Cole Winans of Flyreel Mm -hmm. about what he did as, as the CEO of his company and how he, he led his organization. 
And it really made us talk about our organization and what we do and the way that we lead in our jobs. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've had a lot of great conversations after the fact. Right. Um, And I'd say that's happened, like you just said, many, many times where afterwards we'll say, wow, that was a terrific perspective or a terrific idea. Yeah. Just on a concept level. Yeah. Like I think that Cole, one of the things that Cole talked about was that he's gone from being, you know, so concerned as the CEO, so concerned about the product to building a company. Right. Entirely different job, entirely different job. And it makes you stop and think, oh yeah, as the senior leader in this company, we're building a company. We're not just pushing product. Pushing product out is critical cornerstone but building the company to make that happen is it's a different job and i i remember thinking about that thinking am i staying where i am for comfort am i comfortable in the task that i'm doing even though i know i need to be doing something harder something i'm not used to but something that would better the company Mm -hmm. right am i staying where i am for comfort maybe but i need to step out of my comfort zone do something harder do something that can really benefit everybody Mm-hmm. And, and take that step, even though I know X, but I know I need to be doing Y, take that step to Y and right. trust that somebody is going to do what it was you were doing. Right. Like I think about Lyle Donan. Oh, great interview. Lyle, <laughs> good friend, great guy. Lyle, he's an engineer Yeah. and he runs his, I think he's third generation of running his family's company. I believe so. And he's also an early investor in Flywheel. Right. And I mean, the guy has, he's busy being a CEO. Yeah. And those kinds of opportunities where people have pulled back the curtain so that we can see what it is that they do mm-hmm. has been wonderful opportunities for us. Right. Yeah. And that, that's something that we want to see moving forward. I think the next hundred are going to have more of those stories, more of pull back the curtain, let's see the wizard, let's see what you do. We mm-hmm. want to learn from the best, and, mm-hmm. and I hope that we can deliver that to our listeners. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So many good things from our past 99 episodes and much to look forward to in the next 100. And speaking of the next 100 episodes, I'd like to have a little fun with my next question. If you could choose dream guests for our next 100 episodes, who might they be? Who would you like for us to have on the podcast? That's a very interesting question, Al. And I noticed that you left it open-ended, too. Ah, there's a reason why I did that. I left it open because I wanted Robin Lee to think beyond InsureTech, pick their brains a little, see what's outside the box we currently interview in. Mm. Great question. Yeah, that's a great question. I personally have a lot of people I would love to interview, but they may not be InsureTech related. Right but I'll, I'll mention them in just a, a bit because I really would love to interview them because they're unbelievably smart people. But I would like to see somebody from Lloyd's of London on mm. somebody from, from London, right. Who, who mm-hmm. can actually talk about what they're seeing. Mm-hmm. They're the name and in insurance. Mm-hmm. 
they are the, the cornerstone of so much. I think somebody who could talk about this world of insured tech and what's going on would be a very fascinating guest. Along with that, I'm, I'm very interested in what's going on around the world in the insurance market. We've had the privilege of speaking to a couple of people across the pond, as we said, uh, over in London. Um, but I would love to talk to some people over in the, in the European countries, in South America, right, in Australia. What, what are you seeing? What are the trends? So many times we hear, well, Europe's further ahead. Europe's already doing this. Their people are okay with this. Americans aren't ready. You're, you're five years behind, you're 10 years behind, you're six months behind. I'd love to see what's really going on over there. And InsureTech Connect Asia uh, didn't get to happen this year, but next year is going to give a great insight to that. But I would love to have some of those leaders in other countries on to talk about what they're seeing. What are their difficulties and what, what are their successes? Uh, I'd, lo- I'd love to talk to somebody like that. I'd like to have Michael Tipsert on. Who is that? Ah, he's the CEO of State Farm. That would be wonderful. That would be a dream guest or, you know, the CEO of Allstate or the CEO of Liberty Mutual. I think any of the top five CEOs would be amazing guest because they can just give that insight. They can give that vision because they're thinking so far out at this at the sea level they're thinking 5 10 20 years out and they have to absorb all of this and they're thinking about things that are so much more than just property or auto they're thinking about big things i agree with you rob cuz one of the things that our podcast is about is vision creating a company that's going to be pertinent 2 years from now 5 years from now not necessarily today or you have to sell the idea into the future. That's really hard. That's yeah. hard stuff. And and not only the vision of people who are founding companies, but the vision of people that are investing in companies because it's the same thing. They have to have a lot of vision. They're spending a lot of money. And I think that it would be, I, I'd like to have people on who have vision. I mean, one of the people, because I'm obsessed with him right now, is Reed Hastings. Yeah, I'd love to have him on the podcast. And as I read his book, I thought to myself, this thought many times, I wish, I wonder if he would be on our podcast. Reed Hastings would be amazing, right? CEO of Netflix, right? Just an amazing person who, who leads his organization in a very different way than, than a traditional organization. And that goes back to that story. That goes back to that vision of wanting to learn what do the best do? Right. Mm-hmm. What do the best yes. CEOs and leaders and, and, and managers, what do they do that the mm-hmm. rest of us can can learn from? Mm-hmm. Alex Tim from Root oh, yeah. would be a would be a dream guest. They're about to. Uh, did you hear me, Alicia? Did you? Did I you hear me? Heard you. I don't know if he heard you. Just a side note, the production team is very diligent in finding experts in the insure tech industry. There's many to hills to climb still. And that's gets back to, you know, what have we learned? I worried, was there enough content for 20 episodes when we started? Right. 
And now I think that the amount of content and vital content, good, interesting content is it's vast. It's a, it's a big world of content. Wouldn't you agree? I would agree because we, as we said, a hundred episodes ago, we thought InsureTech was small. Mm -hmm. We thought insurance was small. Come Mm -hmm. to find out insurance is huge. Mm -hmm. It's massive. Mm -hmm. It's typically on everybody's drop down. Whenever you say, what do you do? Insurance Mm -hmm. is on there, Mm -hmm. right? It's a big category. Mm-hmm. And I think that based on the number of downloads per episode, you can see people are interested in all sorts of things, insurance. Mm-hmm. We don't get just interest in in certain things. They want to know about things that they don't know about. When I listen to a podcast, I typically don't want to hear about the stuff I already know, the stuff I'm already an expert in. I think people want to know about that, which they don't know, right? I like to pick up books about things I don't know. And I think that's what we want to bring. We want to bring that new knowledge. So you know, talking to these C-level executives, these leaders of large organizations and companies, how do you do it? How do your managers do it? Bring that knowledge to us. Mm-hmm. I think that would be wonderful. Mm-hmm. And also, we're still trying to find our second groupie. That's true. That's another goal that we have. We have, um, we have Astrid. Yeah, She's very <laughs> grateful for Astrid. Self-proclaimed FNO groupie. That's true. We had a wonderful conversation with Hosta Labs the other day. Did I pronounce that correct? Yes. Hosta. They were wonderful guests. Uh Uh-huh. What brings that up? Well, that they really liked the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They said that we make insurance fun. I kind of thought that'd be a good tagline. Make insurance fun. Mm -hmm. But yeah, another grouping. That'd be wonderful. We're actually opening up applications for our second FNO Intratech groupie. So if you're interested in, I'm, I'm totally, I'm totally joking. We're not actually looking for a second groupie, but we do appreciate the love that we get from our listeners. And I encourage you all to reach out to us and to let us know how much you're enjoying our podcast. You can reach out to us at FNO at 470claims.com or you can reach out to us on our website at fnoinsuretech.com Now of course if we're going out here on a dream list of people that we want we need somebody from Apple and somebody from Amazon yeah. give us a big name uh, in fact just, just give us some, some of the big ones right Apple, Amazon, Facebook Google, give us some of the top four or five people. We know that they're thinking about this space. We know that they have invested in this space. We want to know what their vision is because you take somebody like Jeff Bezos who can think 50 years out and he's, he's dreaming. He has this dream team, right? They're thinking about our space and how are they going to enter it? Are they coming in on the medical side, on the property side, on the liability side? What are they going to do? They're, they're going to enter it. And we'd love to we'd love to have some of them as our guests as well. Whoa, Lego and Rapid Fire dropping some great ideas for dream guests. Looks like I've got my work cut out for me. Thanks, Lee. Yeah, I gotta admit though, those would be some pretty amazing guests to get on the podcast. Absolutely. 
So if any of you are listening out there, listening to our podcast, listening to this 100th episode, definitely contact us and let us know. We'd like to set up an interview with you. Absolutely. Well, Alicia, I think our deed is done. 99 episodes did and done, and this makes 100. Agreed. What an exciting time to be in InsureTech. We hope our audience has had as much fun as we did learning more about the host and what's in store for the podcast. Couldn't agree more. Wait, since we're the ones that are doing this interview, we get to do the thing. What thing? That thing that Rob and Lee do every time. Oh, right. That thing. Yeah, here's our chance, so let's roll with it. Until next time. Goodbye, everybody.